Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're covering something a little bit different. We're covering some neighbor stories because it's been requested. So I totally understand that this sort of thing isn't for you. But if you do love that sort of thing, hang around, let's get involved and let's crack on with it. Much love, guys. So a lot of these stories are going to be on the shorter end of things. They haven't got like updates and various stuff like that. They're just little short stories of people having various disputes and and neighbor problems. You know what I'm like. I've got plenty of stories myself about neighbors and I absolutely love to read them. It's, it's one of the things I do. Like I watch a lot of like shit British TV like Nightmare Neighbors and and read the subreddits about neighbors as well. But like I said, I know it's not for everyone. I think like the last neighbor's story when I had people saying, what are you reading this shit for? <laughs> but we'll start with a comment that was in Ask Reddit one about, about Nightmare Neighbors. And Golfin that said, when I lived with my parents, we had a knock at the door one day from our neighbors across the road. They told us a story that resulted in their car getting stolen the night before. Apparently, the wife had seen a strange looking man wandering around the street late at night. He'd apparently been looking into car windows, which were parked on driveways including our cars. The next morning, their BMW was gone, including the keys which were hanging by the front door of their house. They assumed the strange man looking in car windows had somehow fished the keys from the house by the letterbox. The whole thing sounded very strange. To not call the police when a man is literally peering through car windows on people's driveways was strange enough. Months later, the neighbors got a divorce and sold their house. Turns out they'd made the whole thing up had dumped the car for the insurance as they had fallen on hard times. Apparently their shitty story hadn't held up well and they were found out. Who broadcasts a story like that? Why make yourself look stupid for not calling the police when seeing a strange man iron up cars? Then tell all the neighbors about the man. I imagine the story that they made up about the guy peeking around. They were hoping that someone was going, oh yeah, I saw a guy peeking through car windows at the same time as well to sort of like back up their story. But obviously I don't know that. Another user who's deleted since said, A neighbor messed up when building a home and put his entire home well within my property. Large piece of land with two huge clearings connected to two roads but separated by a large isthmus of trees. I didn't notice because I had taken an eighth month vacation right after he started building. Huge property. I didn't go around and inspect it often. So I got a real estate lawyer and surveyors to confirm it was in my property. I was going to sell him that clearing for a good price until I went to talk to him and he was the biggest arsehole I'd ever met. He essentially told me that he's going to sue me for leading him on, despite the fact that I did not know him, nor have I met him before that day. His wife flipped my girlfriend and I as we're pulling out of the driveway. Four months later, I file a lawsuit saying he must destroy the property or turn it over to me immediately. It would have cost him more to demolish it and return the site to the original condition, so he signed the house over to me. He was still out for construction costs. I was living in a single wide with my girlfriend and I had a brand new 2,600 square foot house with all the hookups for water, electric and cable for free. Got the land for next to nothing. Sold it for almost 50 times the value. You just build your house on someone's property and then, get an, and then be a complete arsehole about it. I mean, 
How the fuck do you do that in the first place? Surely if you're building a house, something that's going to cost thousands and thousands of pounds, tens of thousands of pounds, maybe hundreds of thousands of pounds, surely you're 100% certain where that house is being built. wonder how often that sort of thing happens. Anyway, I'll jump in with my own little story soon as we're doing neighbor stories. And when I was a bit younger, as always, I can never remember the exact ages. You know, life has just been absolute chaos. I like to think around 10... 11 somewhere around there and we always used to play on the estate there was always a big group of us who used to play together big group of friends let's say around 10 of us who used to play and we lived quite close to the city center and sort of surrounding where we lived we lived on a council estate surrounding where we lived there was more privately homed houses more expensive kind of houses and for the most part everyone around there was wonderful to us and you know respected us and we respected them and would help them out occasionally you know moving stuff from the house if it was heavy there's a lot of older people where we lived so as youngsters you know we like to help out where we could we were little shits sometimes you know but we did like to help out but i always remember this one woman and i may have mentioned her before we used to call her like sort of like a border patrol because she would literally she would circle our estate she would walk around and she would eye us up to make sure we weren't up to any mischief and if she if there was any mischief going on she would call the police she once called the police because we was playing cricket sort of like on a field in, in the sort of the middle of all our houses about 200 meters away her car was parked in the car park and she said well if that ball if that ten we use a tennis ball at the time we didn't use a cricket ball that tennis ball hits my car it's going to damage it and don't get me wrong i can totally understand her being concerned about her car but there was no way because because of the way the houses were that that ball would have went anywhere near her car it would have bounced off the wall before it even went close to her car being a grown-up now i understand you don't want your car to be damaged but she would constantly call the police about smaller things i would say actually speaking of which she once called the police on one of our friends for um crossing the road without waiting for the the green man i think they call it jaywalking in america don't they but I don't actually believe it's an offense in the UK. So, <laughs> but, but she called the police on us on, the bat, on that. But anyway, later on in life, this woman also had a couple of dogs and she had this very bizarre thing. And I've pieced this together from various people over time. I just don't, I don't know all the full ins and outs because, you know, I didn't stalk her. But on the estate we lived in this, this feels bizarre even saying it. On this estate where we lived, there was like a, a tree in the middle and she would walk through and <laughs> she would throw bags of dog shit up in the tree don't ask me why because i don't know i can only i can only imagine she just liked us all so much in the area that she wanted to throw dog shit in the tree <laughs> oh life i don't think it was noticed for the most part to begin with but over time obviously as more of these bags started appearing god knows how she got those bags up there to be quite honest she must be like because it wasn't a tree with like loads of needles that could like the bag would hang on really easily it was quite the the branches were quite spacious on it so you know if if there was ever like an olympian level dog shit thrower she should be top but yeah i'm going off anyway but yeah there, there was like i don't know how many bags Let, let's say around 10 12 there was a lot of dog shit in this tree and you may question you know why why don't you just get the crap out of the tree and throw it away and it's like you know it was like 10 11 around then it, not picking up someone else's dog shit out of a tree you know these days i'd probably consider it for the good all of all around us you know the good of the community 10 or 11 years old back then fuck that but it got to the point where someone had reported her they saw her doing it they reported her and 
We don't know what police action was actually taken. We was told that there was a potential fine for what she did, that she did receive a fine and she would have gotten more if she didn't clean it up herself. But I honestly don't know and I don't think anyone else really knows because, you know, the police didn't go around, woman, fine for throwing dog shit in a tree, read all about it. It didn't happen. So I like to think that she was fined, but people did tell me that she did have to get the crap out of the tree and she was trying to get people to help her climb in the tree to get these bags out of it because she had to use some like um litter pickers are they called you know they got like you got a handle and you pull the trigger and it grabs on the end like a little claw like a little claw to grab it and she just wasn't able to get it all because some of it was quite high she she must have like literally spun it around and launched it in the tree like like a, a bowler ball what they used to throw around and whip around people's ankles that kind of thing she must have whipped it up and threw it like that that's nasty, isn't it? <laughs> she was a wild one. She's no longer with us anymore, bless her. You sort of dislike her, but you look back on her with the, the funny stories and you think, you were one wild asshole. <laughs> but don't pop the bubble, says, I finally figured out what is going on with my bizarre neighbor and says, this is sort of a funny neighbors from hell story that recently happened to me. Hope you all enjoy. I'm on mobile, so sorry for formatting, etc. So I live in a two-family home in a neighborhood of other two-family homes. I've known the lady next door now for about six years. She's lovely. About three years ago, her elderly mother died, and she rented out her downstairs apartment to this old guy who looks, looks exactly like Xenophilius Lovegood. I'm sorry, I, I don't know how to pronounce that properly. From the Harry Potter movies. He's early 70s, long stringy white hair, a bit bent over, looks like maybe one or two screws loose, but relatively harmless. He has a black and white dog. The first day he moves in seems very friendly. Says hi, waves, his dog seems relaxed and interested in my dog. We go our separate ways down the street. A couple of days later, he walks by me scowling in the street. His dog lunging, barking, frothing at the mouth. He says no when I say hi. We go our separate ways down the street. This switch continues to happen over the next two years. One day he's friendly and his dog is fine. The next he's a bit of an asshole and his dog is in a frenzy. At one point, his dog gets off the leash and attacks mine. He yells at me about it and refuses to come get his dog. From this point on, my dog acts extremely agitated when she sees his dog barking. Weirdly, she is fine when she sees his dog being calm. My dog usually holds grudges against dogs she doesn't like. I can't figure this out. It happens a few times until I get nervous going outside when he or his dog is out. A few weeks ago, I was talking to a lady who rents this guy the apartment. I shovel her walkway for her when it snows. She's older and I try not to be a neighbor from hell. I tell her how odd his and his dog's behavior has been. She asks me which one. She asks me which one because they are identical twins with identical dogs. I legitimately thought they were the same person and the same dog for two and a half years, folks. Today was the day. After all this time living next door, I finally saw the two guys together. For the record, they also dressed in nearly identical matching outfits. And finally, P Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Bill comes in with a story saying, I put up a fluorescent fence because my neighbors complained my sprinklers got their rocks wet. <laughs> Ongoing dispute with neighbors. They were angry that my husband was mowing a little three feet of lawn that was adjacent to ours after doing it for 28 years. They called police for my husband mowing that little section of grass in that area of the park strip. When police told him that the park strip was public property and he could at least mow that section, they put down grass killer. So I turned them into city zoning for having dead grass in their section of park strip, as well as having nothing but dirt and weeds as their entire front yard. They were forced to zero escape their entire yard or put in grass. They chose the rock route. Police told them to not have any contact with us. So neighbor would video me sitting on my front porch, not speak directly to me, but make snide comments, etc. I never would respond. And one day they cut the wire of our electronic dog containment fence, which is along the backyard fence. Hoping my dogs would jump the fence into their yard so they could turn them into animal control. Our system notified us as soon as the connection was broken, so we were able to repair it quickly. Yes, we have cameras on our house for proof. Final straw was her filming my sprinklers going. While the wind was blowing and screaming how the blown mist was getting her rocks wet. I am a problem solver. I checked into the city codes, followed all laws, took out the building permit and began work. We put up a fence to separate the property and painted one side bright colors. Fluorescent green, blue, pink, yellow and orange in two sections even glow in the dark. Making sure when it was installed, the colorful side was facing them. Now, no more wet rocks. There are no laws or rules for the color of fence. The side that is painted, nor which side, ledged or flat, faces whom. And we are not in an HOA. Goodness. And yes, the city zoning and building enforcement came out for final inspection and passed us off. OP did. Well, they actually put a video on YouTube, but I just put a picture of their fence up for you. And wow. That is a bright fence, even for my colorblind ass. <laughs> but Pope's nutsack says, My constantly drunk neighbor came up with a brilliant idea that he could collect the leaves in the stone parking lot with his snowblower. He duct taped a plastic garbage bag over the discharge chute and off he goes. It actually inflated the bag for a few moments until the stones started flying. He broke three windows on his garage door and splattered a bunch of cars in the lot. Shit, my britches laughing. I could write a book on all the stupid shit I saw him do. <laughs> Large Cos says, Back in high school, one of our neighbors moved away and our house sold to this older woman and her mostly grown sons. She was a strange one. She cut down every tree on her property because of the bad spirits in them. The sons seemed to be popular, having people drop by at all hours. All was relatively quiet until one day, while I was home alone, there was a knock on the door. Two gentlemen in very nice black suits and dark ties then identified themselves as FBI and asked me if we were ever approached by a crazy lady or our sons to buy anything. I basically replied that they were crazy and we don't talk to them. They don't talk to us. They hand me their business card, then proceed on to the next house. I looked out the window and I see five blue Ford Tauruses, three red Ford Astro vans and one Viacom truck has been loaded with box after box from the neighbor's garage. Turns out the sons were making those special cable boxes that you got all the channels for free. After this, it was only strange lady left in that house. Very briefly, we had someone very, very similar when we were younger. They got taken away. I, I never saw them again either. But back in the day of, I can't remember what console it was, but 
they were basically copying games but the stupid thing was is that they tried passing out like they made their own um, catalog, basically, of games that they could copy. And they went and posted them through people's door, like some sort of freaking door-to-door salesman. You know, they was wrapped up very quickly. I think I can remember a friend showing me this catalog and then they disappeared within a couple of weeks and God knows where they went. That was a new neighbor as well. Another deleted user says, I posted this one recently, so sorry it's a repeat, I'll make it short. I had a problem with a neighbor who drove over my lawn with his ATVs and damaged the grass and shrubs. He said he'd pay for damage, but that never happened and he kept doing it. So I put my huge trailer across their tracks to block their path. They went around it. I put up two other barriers so that they also drove around. So I found this huge branch that had fallen in the woods between our properties and dragged it across the third path they were making across my yard. But the branch got caught on a cable. What is a cable doing over the lawn instead of properly buried? So I called the cable company to have it buried. They said I was the only registered client on that box and to disconnect it, so I did. After the weekend, my neighbor came by going total apeshit at me for disconnecting his cable. He yelled he was going to call the cops on me. So I left. I got a call from the cops. Cops asked if I disconnected the cable because of the ATV issue. Interesting. I wasn't even going to mention the ATV issue, but my neighbor already did. So long story short, the neighbor got a warning ticket for trespassing and admitted to stealing cable. I took an offer on my house that very day and moved. Luda says I have crazy neighbors. They're actually very nice as neighbors go, but the family is totally dysfunctional. They have two grown-up daughters living there, along with their teenage daughters and their boyfriends. One has a kid. There are roughly 10 people living there ranging from 5 to 70 keep the yard mode and keep to themselves mostly but they are batshit insane i like them actually for two reasons first they are notorious and crazy around our town so everyone leaves them alone so little crime around us second they are entertainment <laughs> one morning my aunt was visiting we're on the front porch and i'm telling her all about our neighbors i was telling her a story about how one of the younger granddaughters gets in a fight with her boyfriend at 2 a.m on a tuesday night they are screaming at each other, walking up and down the street, explaining that something like that happens once a week. Like clockwork, one of the daughters comes out screaming back at someone and gets in a car. Her daughter comes out and tries to stop her from backing out. She grabs a shovel from the back of the truck and starts hitting the front windshield of the car, shattering it. They call the cops. Meanwhile, the granddaughter with a shovel calls her bio dad who lives down the road. He picks his daughter up. Two minutes later, the cops show up, but she is gone. And I have hundreds like this. But it sounds like you almost live around my area. And I, f I feel like I have to mention it when I say a story. Like Opie said, you know, they're entertainment. And I, I laugh about the stories that I talk. But, but I feel like I have to mention that I do understand these days. And looking back about there's probably a lot of issues going on in, in terms of mental health. You know, I'm not saying that people can't be just arseholes because absolutely they can. But I think it's important to mention as well that they're probably going through some stuff at the same time. Does it excuse the behavior? Absolutely not. But it's still something that happened in my life. And I think, you know, sharing it, why the hell not? But as I was scrolling through the comments, I, I, I saw a name that mentioned, that was mentioned, and it reminded me of another story. I'm going to call her, what shall I call her in this one? Let's call her Tina. Tina is a part of one of the sisters of, which I, I usually call in these stories, like the mafia family. They're the family that thought, you know, they were the, the, the big bollocks of the area, if you like. Like that last story that we just read, highly dysfunctional family, totally messed up. 
they, have, they fight within each other, but they, they still consider themselves, you know, we're, we're family. We all back each other up no matter what, but they absolutely hate each other at the same time. But this woman, Tina, she's got two kids and one of the kids that we, we sort of played with when we were younger as well. You know, we got along with him. He's absolutely fine with us. And for the most part, didn't get into this, this whole dysfunction. He is now, mind you, which is incredibly sad. But at this point, you know, he had this, this bike ramp. It's just like a plastic ramp, like a, a cheese wedge, if you like. And he brought it out and we all used to play with it. We always get on our bikes and jump off it or rollerblades and try and, you know, do jumps off it and tricks and stuff like that. So we're all playing with it and and then one of our friends let's call him ken rides his bike and goes to jump off it but as he hits it like his front wheel just goes through it it's like a hollow plastic thing it's not solid it just it goes through it and it cracks the it cracks this ramp and immediately tina pops out the window and she's effing and jeffing about how we all broke it and we're all little pricks and all this kind of thing absolutely lost her shit none of us kids like this woman even her son wasn't keen on her, to be fair, at that time. I'm not sure what that relationship is like now. But she really thought she was something, you know. She's a strut about the estate. And she's having a go at us. And, you know, we're all just looking a bit horrified at this moment with her. We're in trouble here. But she was hanging out the top bedroom window at this point. She slams the window shut. And we thought, maybe that's the end of it. A couple minutes later, she pops out of nowhere. She grabs little Ken's bike. And she takes it over to the river. And she just chucks it in. Us sort of kids were sort of hanging back. The, the river's quite close to a park where we were. I've talked about the park when we when we was watching Swan Man from that point. We watched her do this and we just like stood there like, what the hell do we do? We're sort of like, what, what the fuck? But at the same time, we're not getting involved with this grown woman who's going absolute crazy. And I'm talking crazy. Anyway, she's thrown this bike in and she sort of like walks past the park, just looks at us and scowls at us like, the fuck was we meant to do, man? You know, <laughs> Ken didn't purposely break that ramp. He just went into it and it just broke. It was obviously going to break on someone. It could have been me. It could have been her son who broke it. It could have been anyone. But this is the kind of person that she is. Absolutely loses her shit. She sends her daughter after people as well. She sent her daughter after one of our friends once. Older daughter, but you know that was quickly regretted, let me tell you. But that's a story for another time. We did manage to fish the bike back out. We sort of like, we sort of fabricated this. I can't remember what it was. It was like a... It's a large piece of metal that we we sort of bent by putting it between bars and then like twisting it round to make a hook on it. So we, we kind of fabricated this this makeshift hook and we sort of halfway dangled over the edge of the river. I know it's stupid as it sounds. You know, there's two of us holding the other person, but it's just ridiculous, you know. But we managed to fish this bike out in the end. We was going to wait for this dude. There used to be this guy who used to come round to get trolleys out of the river. I know, it just sounds mad, doesn't it? But he used to work for them and he used to come around and he used to have like the, this rope with a hook on it and he used to fish the trolleys out. And we used to help him do that as well. He's a really nice guy and we used to love this guy. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore either. But you may be asking yourself, like, what, why didn't his parents do anything about this woman? And his mom was, she, she's a smaller woman. She's very, very passive. She's quite, she was a bit older, much older considering how old Tina was. And in the nicest possible way, she just wouldn't have stood a chance. And you think, why didn't she call the police? And, you know, it seems ridiculous for me to say this sort of thing now, because I wouldn't hesitate to call law on people about doing stupid shit like that. And it's going to sound ridiculous when I say it, but it's just something you didn't do around that area. You know, it sounds insane for me to be saying it. It really does. And when we was younger, we didn't really notice too much of the crime that went on. But as we got older, we noticed that there was 
lots of stuff that went on you know there's family there was drug dealers and you know, all sorts of stuff but holy moly you don't report people like that when you're living around that area i mean end up getting yourself hurt which again i know sounds like madness but it was <laughs> anyway i'm just gonna stop there for now and you have to let me know if you enjoy sort of like the neighbor side of stories and stuff it's one of my favorite things reading neighbor stories and being able to relate in some in some ways as crazy as it is and hearing your neighbor's stories as well it's one of my favorite things you know i'm a nosy bastard and i do have i do have trouble telling my story sometimes not because of like trauma based or anything like that but you know i i i, I tell them like i the dog shit tree story and i was thinking after like fuck me that sounds that sounds wild don't it that just sounds like dog shit in a tree why the fuck are they doing that but you know i can only tell what i know <laughs> people believe it or not it's up to them you know but anyway thank you so much for joining me today i really do appreciate your time and listen to me talk absolute shite <laughs> much love to you catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 